The message you're about to listen to is produced by CRIC Media. Praise God. Are you ready for the word? We are going to be looking into the word of God. And um, I want us to look at intentional kingdom partnership. Intentional kingdom partnership. Now, one of the simplest definitions of partnership is collaboration. Collaboration. That's two people or more people working together to achieve a goal. Partnership is simply two or more people working together to achieve a goal. We're looking at intentional kingdom partnership. Philippians 1 verse 27. It says, only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that when I come and see you, or I'm absent, I may hear of your affairs, that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. It says we should stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. So we said partnership is two or more people working together for the achievement of a goal. It simply means strategic collaboration. Strategic in partnership, you're looking at how to maximize impact. You're looking at how to maximize impact and accelerate progress. In partnership, you're looking at how to maximize impact and accelerate progress. Now, let's look at some things about intentional partnership. Luke 8, beginning from verse 1. It says, now it came to pass... Afterward, that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. He went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. See that? So Jesus was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Jesus was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. All right? Now, what is gospel? Gospel simply means good news. Good news. What is kingdom? Kingdom refers to a king's domain, a king's domain. It refers to the rule and the reign of God.
It, is fair, it refers to the sphere under God's rule. So when we preach the gospel of the kingdom, we are saying, we are announcing to you that when you come under the lordship of Jesus, you've come under the rule and the reign of God. Christianity is more than conversion to a religion. It is entering into a kingdom. Christianity is more than a conversion into a religion. It is entry into a kingdom. In John 3 verse 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus, he said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. See, except a man be born again, he cannot see. The word is see. It means to be aware of the kingdom of God. So to be born again is to be born into the kingdom of God. You see that? In verse 6, listen to this. Verse 6. It says, give me 5 to 6 please. It says, except a man be born of water and of the sweet, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So a lot of us, because we don't understand the gospel, we are not enjoying the full benefits of the gospel. He said, except a man be born of water. What is water? The word. In Ephesians 5, verse 26. The Bible calls the word water, the washing of water by the word. The word is water. So it refers to in 1 Peter 1 verse 23, the Bible speaks of being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed. See? So the word of God is the agent of the new birth. When an individual believes the word of God, they are recreated. They are born again. They are recreated. See, it says being born again. First Peter 1.23 says being born again. O King James. It says being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, but by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. See that? So you can go to church and you are not born again. You can be a pastor and not be born again. I told you about the minister that had been in ministry for 65 years and wasn't born again. 65 years of ministry. He was preaching Bible. Pastoring for 65 years. 65 years. And he wasn't born again. See? So we need to understand what is happening uh, in, in, in the kingdom because a lot of people are going to church. We are in that day where there'll be a falling away. All right? And it is those who understand that they are in the kingdom. See, and that's why when you get born again, you have to confess Jesus Christ as Lord. Now, when you are under the Roman government, you say Caesar is God. You do whatever Caesar says. All right? But when you become born again, you come under the lordship of Jesus. The word Lord is curious. All right? It means supreme in authority. 
You see that? It means master. It means lord. It means owner of the estates. So when you become born again, you're saying, Jesus is my owner. You lost your right to do what you wanted to do. Hallelujah. It is this understanding that brings you under full protection. Because you are in the kingdom. See? Look at Colossians 1 verse 13. The Bible says that we have been delivered. It says what delivered us from the power of darkness. The word power here is exousia, which means jurisdiction. He has delivered us from the jurisdiction of darkness. Watch this. And translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. You see that? So right now as a child of God, you are in the kingdom of God. You do what God tells you to do. He has the final say. He is boss. You don't go where you want to go. You don't do what you want to do. He is boss. Say Jesus is my boss. I hope so. If he was, why aren't you tighten? Mm. Tithing is like our kingdom tax. You see that? So if you're in the kingdom, why are you tithing? The other side, let's get back to our message. Because I know I just meddled with your business. So being born again is entry into a kingdom. And now, when we're looking at partnership, we're looking at what can we do to see that more people are brought into the kingdom. Partnership is a decision. You invest in what you prioritize. You invest in what you prioritize. If the kingdom of God is your priority, you will invest in it. If you're not investing in the kingdom, then it's not a priority. How do we invest in, in the kingdom? Three things. Time. You know it already. What's the next one? Talent. What's the next one? Treasure. The Bible says the 12 were with him. The 12 were with him. Think about that. Hallelujah. Look at verse 2. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. This is interesting. This woman was traveling with Jesus after they cast out devils from her. Next. 
and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Stewart. Now, I, I, I want you to notice the language. It dealt with a woman that was under a demon influence. Then it came to a very wealthy woman. The wife of the finance minister in Herod's kingdom. That's a very wealthy woman. Traveling with Jesus. And Susanna. And many others which ministered unto him of their substance. That means they funded the mission trip. You see that? Are you a partner? In heaven, God will reward me for the cars I drove. He will reward me for the clothes I wore. The wristwatches, the house I lived in, it's the souls I brought into the kingdom. That's the big thing. Every day we are getting older in years, every one of us, getting closer to where we are going to than where we are coming from. I hope on that day, your life will make sense. Are you investing in the kingdom of God? The Bible says they ministered unto him from their substance. Oh, Jesus says, we are going to uh, Galilee. Oh, yes. Here is transportation. Here is supplies. And you can James says they provided for him from their substance. They provided for him. And when you think, is the gospel a priority to you? See, many of us are not increasing the way we should because the gospel is not yet a priority. Many of us. You come to church, somebody falls the gym. Somebody pays for the batteries. Somebody sweeps the hall. See, someone does all that. And I wish we had more people to do all that. Are you involved in the kingdom? One day we'll see him. Not very far. The way the world is going, not very far. Because in some nations, Christianity is almost been outlawed. I was talking to a man of God as a teacher and prophet and teacher. And um, I said, what's the Lord saying? He said, what he perceives in the spirit that whatever God has told you to do, do it with urgency. I said, very true. Very, very true. Because where we are right now, I 
except God intervenes through prayer and fasting, the rapture is nearer than ever. You can share some things on some social media platforms and they'll correct you and say, please, you're sharing too much Bible. It's against the laws of our community. When I was doing Facebook many years ago, you know what I said? Many years ago, I put out a post about morality and someone sent me an inbox message to warn me that I report you and you'll be blocked. I didn't answer him. That's the world we're living in right now. Just a line, a line that people should live right. It was an offense. Jesus said, you'll be hated of all men for my name's sake. He said, you'll be hated. So if there's any time to push the gospel, it is now. You push it. You invest in it. Because that's what will matter at the end of the day. If the rapture takes place now, will you go with your car, your house? Will you go with any of those things? Nothing. The only thing they can go with are the souls. That's all. The only thing you can go with is the souls. Intentional kingdom partnership. Intentional kingdom partnership. So I want you to think. And I want you to really think. I want you to really think. I want you to really think. This would have been blessed. And he said, we got to push this gospel. Look at Acts 16, 14 to 15. We're looking at intentional kingdom partnership. And he said a woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Thyatira, which worshiped God, heard us. Whose hand the Lord opened that she attended to the things which were spoken, spoken of Paul. So she heard the gospel. Look at verse 15. And when she was baptized in her household, she besought us, she begged us, saying, If you've judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and I abide there. And she constrained. In other words, if you judge me to be faithful, then I'm really born again. Come and stay in my house. You need accommodation. Notice, hear me, Paul didn't ask for accommodation. She provided accommodation. Those other people who were healed from Jesus or by in Jesus' ministry, they chose to finance the ministry. So if the message has blessed you, have you partnered? Some of you heard me on radio, someone paid for that radio broadcast. Some of you saw me on TV, someone paid for that. I want you to think. Because many of us are just living like every day 
unbelievers get married, have children, sleep with your wives or with your husband, as the case may be, wear clothes, you know, just live a normal life. The Bible says this word perishes with the using. And it's everything in this world is temporary. Hallelujah. The report I was reading, and uh, someone took a secret camera into a meeting. It was held by influential people in this world. They have two problems in this world. And the number one problem is Christians. And they are working to eradicate that problem. You are a problem to somebody. And not to poor people, rich and influential people who govern the world. They have two main problems. A secret camera. Think about it. There's any time to walk with urgency. Night come at where no man can walk. Hallelujah. Let me share some things quickly and we'll be out of here. Stop playing at the keyboard, please. I was watching a message and the man of God shared something that broke my heart. He said, when they conquered Japan, The general wrote to the missionaries and said, I want you to the churches in America. Send me missionaries and I'll give you a Christian Japan. They did not. Urgency. Mahatma Gandhi, you all know the story. Read the story in several materials. I wanted to be a Christian and came to church. And the usher kicked him out. It was not a white man. He wanted to become a Christian. All of India respects Mahatma Gandhi would have had a Christian India. One time during the reign of kings in China, the king called a missionary and said, I want my people to serve your God, the king of heaven. 
what do we need to do to serve your God? And the missionary said, you need to change your language and change your dress code. Say, if it's not what I need to do to serve your God, I don't want to serve your God. We lost a Christian China. A prophet came to Nigeria many years ago and said, God is giving Christians four years to go and evangelize, I think around 2011 or so. Or before then, either around 2011, 2007. And he said, God is giving Christians four years to go and evangelize the north. If not, radical Islam will pester the nation. It came to pass. Could God be telling us something else right now? Could God be telling us something right now? We lost Japan, India, China, the impact in the north. Could God be talking to us in our generation? When Hollywood started, they called for the church, come and set for the standard on what we should put on TV. The church said, we'll have nothing to do with the devil's box. Today, Hollywood shows all kinds of nonsense. Destroying the whole world. We lost Hollywood. Why is it that we are so selfish? We don't think of how to move this thing forward. Oh, God, no, 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 no. Lost Japan. There are so many gods in Japan. So many gods in India. Will God not have needed one billion souls? In China, one billion souls. In India, sad memories of a lost opportunity. May that not be the case in our generation. Bow your heads for a moment. What will you do? What will you do? You heard the gospel. What will you do? Will you advance the gospel? While we have the time. While we have this slim window. Will you advance the gospel? If you see, pursue your own interests, your lusts, your sins. Your fornication, your adultery, your masturbation, will you still pursue it? Or you say, Lord, I'm going to sacrifice this. I want to advance the gospel. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God 
the word of God and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogulu, Yenegua Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.